Hello. Hello. What's up, guys? Um, episode 11 in the house. Yep. So, welcome to Dudes Will Be Here Podcast, episode 11. I'm Joe, and joining me are my co-hosts, Matt. Hey. And Darren. Hello. The live video broadcast is being streamed to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch pages. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. The audio version of our podcast can be found on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or any other major podcast platform by searching for Dudes With Beards Podcast. Please visit dwbshow.com for all of our social media links, so you don't have to remember all that stuff I just said. <laughs> just go to dwbshow.com. Uh, so exciting news for episode 11. Uh, we have our first guest, um, and we also have our first sponsor. So to talk about our sponsor before we jump into our guest speaker, uh, turn it over to you, Darren. All right. Uh, I contacted a Grind Life Coffee, and they were kind enough to give us a bunch of different coffees to try out and also give us a special code at checkout. Now, I took two coffees. You took two coffees. Yep. You took two coffees. And I was really pleased with them. Uh, the two coffees I got, uh, I'd like a stronger mix than my wife does. Uh, so I got a lighter one and then a darker one and the flavor notes were great. And the only thing I, I would like maybe, and I'll suggest this to them is actually have caught whole beans cause everything's mm -hmm. ground already. And I like to grind just for what I'm making. So if I do a French press and I mean, but everything's local, it's made in the United States. And then let me grab one of them real quick. So this is a Highlander Grog, uh, you know, on the back of it, nice little American flag. They have a rendition of uh, what it says in it. And this is 100% Colombian coffee, and they got all kinds of different stuff. This is locally roasted uh, in Ohio, and everything I've tried is great. You've enjoyed yours. You've oh, enjoyed yeah. yours. I've yeah, been uh, enjoying the signature roast and the morning embers, I believe. Okay. Yep. The, the breakfast blend, which yeah, the that breakfast blend is up or Riverbank, which is the breakfast one, right? Mm. Yeah, that's one you had. So they they pretty much have, you know, anything for flavor profile you want. Um, you know, I took this off their web page. They're about it says, uh, if life is an adventure and not just a routine, grind life is for you. So it's it's basically going for. An adventurer, military, first responder, outdoorsman, factory worker, or just it just says a patriotic, red blood American. So, uh, you know, and they were kind enough to give us a 20% discount code. So, right there's the code on the screen. Uh, you can do it at checkout, and there's some cool stuff. Uh, they have like a monthly subscription. So, if you find something you like, you can just subscribe to it and they'll just ship it right to you. So, yeah, and uh, find them, you know, just go visit uh, grindlifecoffee.com or you can find them on Facebook at Grind Life Coffee and Instagram at Grind Life Coffee. So uh, please uh, show them some love. And if you uh, are in the market for trying out a new, new brand of coffee, um, check it out. I, you know, I've really enjoyed the ones I've tried so far and definitely will be uh, buying more. So it's, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, same here. It's pretty good. All right. Yeah, I already placed my order. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, uh, we have our first guest to the podcast, um, you know, and I'm going to let uh, Darren introduce him because he has a little bit more history here with uh, with Brian. All right. Uh, 
you going to bring him on and then we'll yep. uh, go from there. So, uh, hi, Brian. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? How are you? I'm pretty good. I can't complain. Good, 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 good. So, I just wanted to uh, kind of introduce you. Uh, you're Brian from Provada Cigars, but I was going to turn it over to you and you can kind of give us a brief history or backstory or whatever you want to tell us about your uh, wonderful business that you run. Yeah, sure, man. Um, first of all, super impressed with that intro and the studio looks great, man. You guys are doing it right. I mean, this is this is pretty pretty professional. It's a well, lot better, we, lot we better than what I got. This about just two AM last night. Yeah. Oh, nice, man. It looks great, dude. Yeah, thank you. I was like, I was watching the intro and I'm like, wow, this intro looks great. I was like, but look, you could probably get that on Fiverr, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Then the, and then the 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 actual, you know, live thing came in. I was like, wow, that looks incredible, man. Good stuff, dude. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Um, yeah, so I'm Brian from Pravada Cigar Club. Not wearing my usual hat. I am actually, I took my family to the beach last minute, just in time for a monsoon over here. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. So it's like flooding out front, raining out back, and like yeah. So uh, that that's uh, some good Airbnb money spent there. But hey, we had to get out, man. This this shit is you know it's it's crazy already. So anyhow, I run a Pravada Cigar Club, as you mentioned, Darren. You're a member. I uh, never say no to a member, and I also want to apologize. That is the so. That is the only time that I've ever in my life, I'm not kidding you, in my life ever just flaked on something. Well, so I, I, huh? after, after you made that video, I understand why you were uh, your, your little 500, yeah. 500 video. <laughs> 500. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's the business is growing a lot and there's a lot of stress and a lot of, you know, I mean, it's still fun, but it, it's just there's just a lot going on. And I think that the, the only real stress or pressure that is there is, is me like feeling like this is a once, once in a lifetime opportunity for me to be able to serve this many people. And, um, I want to, I want to take full advantage of that, but you also want to stay as balanced as possible so that you don't sleep through interviews and stuff like that so you know that's um that's something that has to be taken into consideration when you're growing a business but i apologize i also i had a, a meeting this week i can't even say with who if i told you with who would you'd be like wow that's serious and i was 15 minutes late on a on a phone conference like what what the fuck do you even say to that like <laughs> i was like my internet was out i swear <laughs> i don't know what's going I, on I I live in Florida, you know, we yeah. have storms down here. So, okay. yeah. so I think most people know Pravada Cigar Club is a, the rare Cigar of the Month club. Um, it's a private club now. Um, it's uh, also a cigar online cigar retailer. And then we also have the Limited Cigar Association, which is our effort to try to breathe some life back into some of the um, brick and mortar, smaller brick and mortar shops after you know, what COVID has done to that business. And, um, and yeah, I'm just super passionate about cigars. I, I, I guess I kind of explain it to people as, you know, my job, I think I, I think I have, I am the first to ever have the job of truly being paid to go out and find the best cigars in the world. And so that's what I do. That's a hard job. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun. You gotta like cigars though. <laughs> if you no. like, like if I was just like started this as like 
oh, I'm just like, you know, some guy like hustling out here and just like, you know, trying to put, you know, pen to paper and make a, a successful business. Like, and this would have been the business I picked. Like, oh my God. And I didn't like cigars. It would be a nightmare. You'd, you'd, yeah. you'd quit quick. You know, it's a lot of smoking. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if that's a bad thing. Is no, it? no, it's not a bad thing at all. It's just, like I said, you really got to love it, you know? Well, I'm, I'm glad I, I follow Jeremy Sears on, on YouTube and yeah. I would have never known about the, the, Bravada cigar till you know I saw him do a thing on there and I was like I got to try this out and and the first the first thing I got was a lost and found uh I can't remember which one it is it's the two guys walking on the beach oh the um the it lost probably, and found uh uh, uh forgot oh jesus yeah I'm, forgotten something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. dude I was, I'm just, the worst. I was just blown away with that and then the Kuwaiti diplomat I was like <laughs> You know, I mean, just just the cigars I've gotten from you, but honestly, the ones I've I've liked so far is this farm rolled is absolutely outstanding. Um, farm rolled is so I guess we should explain that to some people. Let yeah. me see, what was it Paradise Lost? That's what Paradise it was Lost. Yeah, it. Paradise Lost was one of my. That was my wife tried that cigar. She was like, "Holy shit, this is amazing! Yeah. This has the to go." Flavors were amazing in there. Yeah. Um. The Kuwaiti was an honor to have a great stick. Um, so that was a cigar that was made for the Kuwaiti consulate. Uh, uh, and uh, that was really cool. They, they were, they totally okayed us having it in the club. They had to like ask them for permission and stuff. It was so pretty, cool. pretty cool. Um, uh, you just asked about, Oh, farm rolled. So farm rolled, most people probably, I don't know if they do or don't know, but farm rolled is another club that I started for, it was kind of like my way to say thank you to the members and also a lot of people who weren't willing to like commit to provide kind of find the level of cigars that we have. And so Farm Rolled is the complete opposite of Pravada, where Pravada is all about the story, where the cigar comes from, all that stuff. This is me going past the brand level to the factory level and just saying, hey, give me unbanded sticks. I'll give them to you four for 20 bucks. It's, you know, yeah. barely breaks even this program, but you know what? It's a lot of fun and I think it's really necessary. Um, I, uh, I'm very proud of that because there are some people, bro, like that extra 10 bucks or five bucks. Yeah, it's five bucks difference. It's not that big of a difference, but it's five bucks uh, less and one more cigar. So for some people like, you know, that's their, that's, it's, it's a big deal. You know, some people are really counting, especially in, in today's uh, economy. Like some people are really every dollar counts. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm honored to be able to offer that. And I, and I think that it's really upped my game smoking cigars without bands on them because there's no preconceived. Mm. You're, you're going into it on your own merit. Right. You know? and, 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 and I think that's a really cool part of the, the experience, you know. Yeah, and and one of the things I've noticed that because I'm I'm in the Facebook group that you have, and uh, I've I've noticed the the camaraderie that everybody has in there. You know, one guy said I'm gonna have to cancel my subscription because I lost my job and it's just not in the budget. And then people just stepped up and paid for his subscription. Yeah, just like you know, and and then you know he posted thank you for this. And, and he found a job and, you know, and I mean, it was just, it, it's nice yeah. to, to belong into the, to the, 
you know, it's a community, man. It, it, it's yeah. a family, you know, it, it really is. It's a community and, and, and anyone's welcome. Um, you know, I, that's the part that, that makes this thing really successful. And that's also the part that it, it doesn't matter what entrepreneurial level you're at. Like you, you can't, you can't force that. You can't, you could probably, after this experience, like, Let's say the FDA tomorrow, you know, bans cigars or the cigar sales online or something. That could happen. Cigar sales going the way online could happen any day. So every bit of energy that I put into this could be for nothing at the end of the day, right? But uh, again, it's just such a passion project, and the community is what keeps me going because, again, you you really can't create this. It just happens organically, and it's it's um. It's not something that I, I think I can absolutely duplicate. I hope that, and I and I I believe after seeing the way that they support each other, that you know, if something like that were to happen, that whatever I started next, those people would definitely support and be down with. Um, but you just never know, and that's part of the reason why it's like, all right, I have this captive audience of people who really like me. They really like the products I'm putting out, and this actually brings joy to their lives. Like for some people, cigars is it's. Okay, so like on the on the light end, it's like you're just getting into cigars, and it's a fun little outlet for you. And then on the on the on the high end, it's like cigars are your hobby now, and like it's truly like a form of meditation. And there's just all types of joy that it, it can actually bring people. And I mean, I get those emails all the time, and I'm like, dude, how often am I ever going to be in this position again? So I'm just going to do everything I can to get all the best stuff all the best package. Now I'm working on packaging, you yeah. know, cause like, yeah, like the, uh, uh, what was the, the story? Yeah. The, yeah. The stories the story. that you did out with. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, we did that. I have something else coming out in October. That's got really cool packaging. All you're going to um, do is make me broke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's something that I, someone commented that to me the other day. I was like, all right, let me just chill out for a minute. Like we don't have to. We well, had Jeremy's bundle and then I seen it's already sold out. Yeah. Cause like he linked it as soon as he's seen it. So it's like. We're selling yeah. out of these. I mean, we have 500 of those bundles. They sold out in uh, 12 hours. Yeah. yeah. Because Darren got Matt and I the uh, farm rolled. Uh, oh, like nice! The, and, the gift and one of the and one of the and I think that's when he initially you had reached out because he had canceled ours because he would just wanted to do it as a gift. Yeah, you're like, hey, you know, or you, you know, the customer service side, and yeah, I don't know a lot about cigars or really bourbon. Like I'm more like a craft beer guy, but you know, he's he's teaching me. You know, he's he's sharing what he gets. So. Um, you know, I, I'm appreciative of that. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, I, I would have never probably got the subscription or thought about getting mm -hmm. it unless he would have got it, but now we need to get on the waiting list and, and get our spot. So, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, we, uh, we actually had our first, I was really curious to see how it would go. Cause we went private about three months ago and we had our first, uh, I promised everyone that we would have a waiting list and that quarterly we would check and, you know, a lot of guys due to COVID, you know, we had a, we had a fair amount of people that had to let their subscriptions go. Um, hopefully they'll be back. Uh, I'm sure they will, you know, to, we're going to get through this as a country, as a, you know, community and, uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, so, uh, yeah, I promised some people that they, you know, I'd be able to make some room for them when, when they come back. But, um, yeah, so we opened up the books and we let a few new members in and, um, it was really cool. It, it, it was easy to do tech, 
technology speaking, you know, technology wise. And so, you know, that's, that's always the worry is because like, you know, we, we want to make this a completely streamlined thing. You know, you order something from us, it's going to come to you better humidified than anywhere else. It's going to come to you faster than anywhere else. It's going to come, you know, the package is going to be right. Everything's going to be a great experience. And so when we do any little change, it's like this big ship and it's like any little change and you're, 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 you're pulling, you know, some coals out of the fire for that engine or something like some one little thing. And you could end up back, you know, 2000 orders and, and, and people complaining and, not getting the same level of service. So, you know, as, as we grow, and I think that's part of the reason why we went private is because I was like, okay, look, at some point we're going to start sacrificing the, um, the quality of the experience. And I yeah. don't want to do that. I mean, yeah. I have, I have a stack of papers like that. Thick, yeah. I love those papers. Uh, and I just, I just kind of leaf through them. I mean, I'm, I'm to the point to where when I get something, I just, I just throw everything into my, my humidor and, you know, I'll, I'll glance over the papers, read everything. It, it, it's nice. And when it first started, I was, I was reading stuff and I was like matching up cigars to this and that. And then I just, it, it got to, it, I love the stories. I love everything, the passion you put into those, uh-huh. but it got to me where it was, Oh, I don't want to smoke this because I want to save it for this and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Finally, I just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to reach in and whatever I grab, I grab and I smoke it. And, and I've, oh, I've actually enjoyed that more like, you know, the, the $80 cigar that was, was in last month's. Oh, great story. I, I, I don't I, even, I don't even know which one it was. Cause I just <laughs> threw it in my humidor. Cause I didn't want to know. Right. That's awesome. A funny story. I get on YouTube yesterday and just something comes up in my feed and one of our members, really nice guy. He's like, yeah, reads the entire story. I clearly above the story. I'm like, please don't tell, talk about this. Don't mention this to anyone. And he's just like, so this company, and he like starts naming names. I was like, oh no, if anyone sees this, I'm done. So luckily I was able to email him because I know all you guys. And I was like, hey, can you please remove that? I'll send you a free cigar. (laughs) So, so uh, I know you don't like, uh, cocktail, but we, we made the Nevada mixer and I put a, put my own uh, rendition on it. I actually cold brewed some of our sponsors coffee. Uh, it's the grind 24 seven. And so I put an ounce of it, some bitters and a ounce and a half of the redemption rye. And, but I, I, the last time I made the coffee simple syrup, it was way too sweet. So yeah, I I cut it way back because It was too sweet for my palate. Hundred percent. I'm with you on that, man. The, 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 great coffee. The, um, the one for one is just too much. Yeah, yeah. Because I made, I think I made. Uh, you did it like half, and it was. Still- yeah, I did. I did four cups. Four cups of coffee, or no? Yeah, I did four cups of coffee to a cup and a half of, in the last batch, and it was way too much. Yeah, so I cut it down to like a third of a cup to to four cups this time, and oh, I wow. think perfect it's really good what uh that's a great drink isn't it yes oh, man. it's a really good drink <laughs> you know you just you get lucky with some of this stuff i mean you know we're just there and he's like the guy is very talented uh mixologist and he's like um he uh he you know he had the the drink from the show and i was like 
dude, no one's got like falernum at their house instead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can you give me a dumbed down version of this that my guys will probably have? He was like, what about bitters? I was like, I think a lot of people have bitters because people yeah. are into bourbon and old fashioned. And he was like, okay. And so he just threw that together and I tasted it. And I was like, yeah. wow. The and, other one, oh, what's that? And, and one, one, one gets you going pretty good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude! I you I can't drink more than one, and I'm a big. I can drink, I can throw down, but there's something about the sugar, the caffeine, and the alcohol all yeah. at once. It's uh, like a four locos kind of buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I get like halfway through, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> this is going well. Yeah. So, I mean, if if it's okay with you, we got about nine questions we want to ask yeah, you. Yeah, sure. And I'm sorry for the unprofessional background. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you were going to be traveling. You were fine, man. You were fine. No uh, so, you know, question number one, what got you into cigars? Uh, what got me into cigars was, I'll keep it short and sweet, I moved to Tampa, Florida. I was living in... I had moved to Miami, and I uh, lived in Miami for a few years, and I really didn't enjoy it down there. And I was coming out of a terrible relationship. I literally just packed all my stuff in my truck and uh, drove up to my, I, I call him my uncle. He's my father's best friend growing up. And he was living in Tampa. He was always like, come, come up, come up. I got a room for you. And so one day I was like, screw this. I'm out of here. And uh, I drove up to to Tampa and I ended up staying there. And I was a sneakerhead, you know, I'm into streetwear and fashion and all that stuff. And uh, I was like, I, I felt like I was I think I was around 34 and I was starting to feel like um, collecting sneakers the, uh, like uh, was just becoming a little not immature. I, I don't know. I was growing out of it. It was time for me yeah. to try it's something really different. And um, so I were I was I had started a business a few years prior and it was starting to do really well. It was all work from home. I was on the computer from like nine to three every day, like, but heavy. And so I started going to these cigar lounges, even though I didn't smoke, even though I didn't smoke cigars, you got free Wi-Fi, coffee. And I was like, screw it. I'll buy a cigar. I'll try it. If I don't like it, who cares? You know? So I started smoking cigars after a while I started getting into it. And I was like, yeah, I can kind of taste things and stuff. And, you know, it was cool. But then one day I was at Tampa Humidor and this guy, Brian, who used to be in a, a rep for Oliva, um, he walked by me with uh, a black jar. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, yeah, these these are cool. <laughs> and I was like, what is it? And he was like, this is the Tatawahe Black Pete Johnson Reserva. And I was like, okay, why is it in a jar? He was like, this is how they come. Once a year, they come out in this jar. And I was like, oh, wow, that's cool, man. And so uh, I tried one, fell in love with it, and that was it. From that point on, I started collecting limited edition rare cigars. I thought that they were going to be like a gold mine. Like I really thought, I really like had it in my mind. I was like, I was like, I bet you in five years from now I could sell this for three times what I bought it for today, and that is just not the case. Um, but uh, so that's how I got into cigars. Awesome. Yeah. So was that was the sneaker thing before and after your singing career? <laughs> you had to bring that up. <laughs> no. So hey, hey, we had to do our research. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. You can take it right here. I was just like, I think that. this is Brian, and I sent it to I sent it to them. They were like, "That's all." I mean, dude, it, like I listened to him. I listened yeah, to all yeah. your songs. I, 
Did, did you guys ever list, uh, know the group Rehab Bartender song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I was I was their opening act for a tour tour and a half or something like that. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, no, I was LL Cool J's protege. I was signed to LL Cool J and Violator oh, Management. Wow. Yeah, I had a really interesting career, man. You know, even from like the age of like fourteen or fifteen, I was either in a contract, about to be in a contract, or like something. And um, the industry really changed, and uh, the MP3 kind of killed it. And um, I don't know. I just got it in. I started out rapping, and then over the years, I learned how to sing. So I started out rapping. Then Eminem came out, and they were like, good luck. And I was like, <laughs> so then I was like, oh, well, I, was, I, I got friendly with this guitar player, and we started turning my rap songs into rap rock songs. And we would tour around like the Ohio Valley, uh, Pennsylvania, Cleveland, Toledo, and stuff like that. And uh, we actually got to open up for Breaking Benjamin in Toledo one time. It was like one of the best days of my life. Amazing. It was at a place called Headliners, if I'm not mistaken. And so, um, so I was always into music. So I spent about 17 years of my life dedicated to music from about 14 or 15 on. And and when I say fourteen or fifteen, I mean I Scott Storch did my first demo. I don't know who he is, but you know, I, I was in the yeah yeah. I, I I've always I, I was in the the studio with like some of the Roots members and stuff like from a very early age. Cool. Back then, you found the main studio in your city, and people were gonna come through there, and that's how the musicianship worked, and 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 you were vetted. You know, like when I went in to see Scott, like this is before like white kids were rap- rapping like that. I mean, other than like third base and a couple of other. And and it was like he was like testing me right on the spot. Like and he, and then I was good. And he was like, wow, you're actually good. OK, well, stick, <laughs> stick around. So I made a deal with Scott. I'd bring him a quarter ounce of pot. And he let me hang out with him every day. I'd come down there. <laughs> and so. Uh, man, I mean, I met Gerald Levert. I mean, I, I just met a plethora of people, Foxy Brown. I mean, the stories go on and on and on. And so um, then Eminem came out and it was like, okay, I got to, I got to change gears somehow because no one's better than him. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, and then, so after working with a rock rap group, which I had a ton of fun with, and we got very close to having a song on the radio and it just didn't work out. But uh the one of the members was like you can sing you can sing i can hear it you can sing you do this like chanty thing so i kind of learned how to sing and then through the years i actually became a pretty good vocalist if you listen to some of my stuff on soundcloud like so, the vocals are as good as half the shit on the radio yeah I, I thought it was pretty pretty awesome yeah thanks man and so um i chased it probably longer than i should have and the problem was is that every time i was most people that get as far as I got never quit. They're 40 years old, 45 years old, they're 50 years old. They're still either living at home or living in some girl's couch or, you know, and it's like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. If you quit now, you know, you're going to give up all this work that you did for the last 20 years. And so finally one day I'm drug addicted, nothing crazy, but I'm not like stealing from people, but you know, I was drug addicted, uh, uh, living a life that, uh, was starting to give me a lot of uh, anxiety and agita, and I was around a lot of people who were dysfunctional, and I was like, you know what, that's it, I'm done. And so the only way for me to be done 
was for me to leave town because I could not tell people that I hung out with that, hey, I'm going to stop. Like half of these people were hanging out with me just because they thought I was going to become somebody, mm-hmm. you know, not, 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 enough. listen, not the worst thing in the world, especially when they're, you know, buy all the booze and, and they, you know, take you to all the parties. Like I was catered to, like I was already a star, but you know, so there's nothing wrong with that, but I probably were hanging out with me just because, you know, they thought I would become someone. And so, uh, yeah. So one day I decided that's it. I got to stop. So I packed all my stuff in a van and I just drove down to Miami. I had nowhere to go. I got to Miami. This is, I don't know what year this is. This is 2011. I got down to Miami and I was like, okay, this is the beginning of my new life. Stayed with a friend. The Literally, the day I got down there, Cash Money Records, which Little Wayne at the time was the hottest thing out. Mm-hmm. Cash Money Records calls me on the phone and they're like, hey man, I hung up on the guy first because I thought it was a friend of a friend playing a trick on me because they, <laughs> they knew I was going to Miami. So I figured, oh, whatever, dude. And so, no, the guy called me back. He was like, yo, no, seriously, my name is Cisco. I am Birdman's manager. I run Cash Money Records. Uh, I'm sitting here at the Hit Factory. We've listened to your CD. We'd like to know when you can make it to LA. And I mean, to Miami. And I'm like, I just got here. Then he was like, <laughs> even dude was like, it's meant to be. And that's how my whole career went. It was always ah, fuck this. I'm not going to do this anymore. And then like some LL Cool J knocks on the front door. Like, oh my God, I guess this is meant to be. It must be meant to be. So yeah. finally I decided to take matters in my own hands and say, no, it's not meant to be. I don't want to live a life like that. I'm going to be sick. I'm not going to do well. Like for me, I need a routine, you know, and um, there is no routine in touring. Yeah. So, so that was it. I, I, I finally got out of it. I did record with Cash Money for a, a little bit. Um, I realized that uh, that guy was driving a million dollar car and everyone else around him was broke. When I tell you broke, I mean, I was broke and they were as broke as I was. So it was just, I was just like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't going to work out. I, I, I knew I had to get out of this business. Uh, became a chauffeur because it was the only job that I could keep without, you know, cause you don't, I don't have a, I was, I am one of the best entrepreneurs I know. I am the worst employee that you can ever hire in a million years. And I tell that to people when I fire them, I'm like, take personally, this just might mean, you know, you should start your own business. <laughs> Don't, yeah, because you're not doing well working for other people. <laughs> On that note, one of my questions for you was, um, you know, what tips, you know, we're small, we're starting out. We started this like five months ago, right? We're on episode 11. What tips do you have on building a brand? Well, I did a video on YouTube uh, a couple of weeks ago or months ago, and I was really, I, 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 I was sitting on this video for like a week. I didn't want to pull the trigger on it. I felt very, very vulnerable about it because it wasn't about cigars per se. I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like the way that I look at life. Yep. And, yep that's it. Yeah. And, um, and finally I showed it to Clark and he was like, just put it out. Who cares? Like people, you know, it's not just about the cigars. It's about Pravada too. And you're part of Pravada. Like just put it out. 
And so I put it out and it got a, a really good response. And I, I'm grateful for that. Not one douche comment. Every time I put out a video, I'm ready for something. I'm, I'm always like, all right, when's it coming? I know it's coming. <laughs> when's it coming? And somehow it doesn't come. Like once in a while, I get a nasty uh, comment. And I, I almost know who it's from. Anyway, so, <laughs> so um, you know, as far as building a brand goes, I, I just I just can tell you what I believe. I can't. I think to talk about it, like building a brand and branding and all this stuff, I think is is like an exercise in like a sport of business, right? It's like part of entrepreneurialism, and it's fun to talk about and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think that it's something that you have control over. I think the idea is, and this is something, like I, I realized that when I got into business that had I not spent almost 20 years of my life dedicated to music, I wouldn't be a good entrepreneur. I'm a good entrepreneur because I brought that same guerrilla style of selling yourself and getting your, your mantra out there and your image, all that stirred into businesses like when i went into auto transport auto transport was the worst business in the world this is a business where everyone's a broker they they lie to you they tell you that they're the truck driver like you call it hey how much is it to move my car from minnesota to like oh we could when do you want us to pick you up <laughs> it's like what you don't know where these guys are they're all over the country camp and they're yeah, we'll be there wednesday no problem put this deposit down and and it's like I went into that and I was like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do this totally different. I'm going to think outside of the box. I would explain to the customers how it works so that when they'd hang up with me and, and get a phone call from someone else, they'd know, oh, this guy's lying to me. And then they'd come back to me. That was one thing. So being honest has always been a huge part of what I do as far as like being really transparent. I believe I'm a storyteller to a degree, right? So I believe that there's a story in everything. Like mm -hmm. I, I just, I was just talking to James from Sinistro and I was like, he's coming out with a cigar and I was like, get me the cigar. And I was like, tell me the story. Like, how did this come about? And he was like, he was like, there's no story. I'm not here to lie to people. And I was like, oh, that's a, such a bad way to look at it. Who's got a reason, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's lying? Just tell me. Whoa, what did you get in your car one day and just have this? Okay, so tell me that. What was on the radio? Like, what? Let's give it some depth here. Like, right. the, you had this idea to do this, it came from somewhere. Let's tell that story. And so, so I think that's that's um, all of this kind of comes together out of the music game, which is, and here's, I'm getting to the point. Here's the point. Okay. <laughs> when I went on tour with Rehab, I had come from this big city style. Uh, background of doing music which is you make really great music and someone signs you to a record deal and, and puts you out okay that didn't exist anymore but we were still playing under those those false pretexts mm -hmm. the real way to become a real paid musician was to get your ass out on the road in bars and play them okay there's nothing glamorous about it it's it's the worst okay so <laughs> so what I noticed was two, two things. First show out, real tour, not the biggest venues, but real tour, real professional acts. This is what they do for a living. 
The opener comes out. This is the worst music I've ever heard. I'm like, wait a minute. You let these guys open for you? They're like, yeah, you wouldn't believe the crowd that they bring with them. And I'm like, they have a crowd? How did they have a crowd? So it's not about necessarily being the best, right? What it is about is the power of few and the super fan, okay? So when someone like, all right, let's say you start your brand and you only have three people that watch you, but they watch you religiously, you better treat them like rock stars. You better grow. That's how you grow a brand. That's how you grow something. You, I think that this idea of the things that we grew up, and remember another thing that I, I'm, I'm thinking about this as I'm telling you this, is the game is always changing. So you're kind of always under false pretenses when you're doing something, right? So you're looking, if you're doing a podcast, you're looking at Joe Rogan, like, how can I be like that? You yeah. can't, I don't, I don't know that that's ever yeah. going to exist again. It was, a, it was a fluke. It was a fluke. Yeah. Right. And I don't know that that was, that's ever going to exist again, because I don't think people want that anymore. In yeah. fact, the more popular he gets, the less I'm starting to like him. Okay. Because he's, he's pandering now. He's putting on people that, uh, you know, just for content that it's like, this guy's a nut job. You shouldn't even allow him to tell his, you know, to tell people that this mushroom, if they eat this mushroom, they're going to have these positive life effects. Yeah. I went on another thing. I looked up the mushroom. It does nothing. They can't, there's nothing <laughs> on their brain scans. It does nothing. for. So it's like, it's, 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 it's it, you know, so I, I think what I want to get down to here is, we are in desperate need of community. And I, I have this video on community that I, I might make it active tonight, but I, I was thinking about waiting till tomorrow or Sunday. We are in desperate need of community as human beings all across the world. We have none. I'm shocked to see three of you sitting there. Most of it's just us, you know, a guy like me or Jeremy, we're, we're alone. Jeremy probably doesn't hang out with many people. He's probably working on his craft all the time, his family, and that's it. Um, you know. Um, and I want to tell you a story about that too. And so I guess what I'm saying here is, is I think that Pravada is the first of a new wave of small communities that su support or come together through a product or through an, a form of entertainment, like a podcast. And so what I would really what I would really tell to anyone that's trying to like grow a, a, a company or a brand or something is to nourish your early adapters and your um, and your super, you know, the people that really attach to it in a super way. Um, like I re like like, OK, so it's like the first show I go out there and afterwards some kid asked me to sign something. And I'm like, I looked at him backwards. Like, I almost didn't – like, I was like, Why? I don't want me to sign. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's the – like, I felt embarrassed signing this yeah. thing, right? And it's such the wrong way to look at it because it's like, no, this is – if you nourish him, he's going to tell people about you and he's going to bring more people. And then you're cool and then you're – you know. and that's one thing I tell people. Don't get too big for your britches. Like I don't care how many views you get and how many likes you get. Like if someone like – like I'm doing this show. I mean you guys haven't – you know, I don't know how many – I don't even look at how many viewers you get. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. 
There's people that are interested in what I'm doing. They're supporting what I'm doing. They're involved in this energy exchange where I go out and try to get you the best monthly experience every month. And, and like, so it doesn't matter to me, you know, and, and who knows where you could go from here. Like, so I, I think as far as growing a brand goes, that's my advice. Nourish the people who adapt to you early and yeah. don't expect so much. I think we're going to come into a, a, a phase and I could be totally wrong. But I think that we're coming into a phase of smaller community or I don't know how to say it, but like you don't have to be Cigars International. You can be Pravada Cigar Club and right. probably live better than the big guy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. OK. Yeah. And right. that, that, that was our thought from the beginning. I mean, we're local to each other. We're you know less than 10 miles apart yeah. from each other and we've been friends for a long time and we are constantly texting and messaging articles about science, technology, bourbon, cigar, you know, whatever. And I'm yeah. like, it's yeah. like, Hey, you guys want to do a podcast? And we're like, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, I mean, it's, they were like, we're talking about it anyway. So let's just, let's just put it out there. And it is what it is. If you know, if it, wherever it goes, it goes right. And we're having fun as long as we're having fun and there's still passion in it and we don't get bored with it. And it's not like a chore or a second job. Yeah. And yeah. And it's an outlet, you know, and, and hopefully other people will see it that way as an outlet. And and like I said, you know, as they start to jump on board, just nourish that. Become friends with those people. Everyone in Pravada is a friend of mine. Like, even if I don't know you yet, I will know you. I will email you personally. Like, we will talk. I spend three, four hours a day just answering emails. Yeah. Um, you know, like, th this is this is what it's about. It's, it's about a community because we're really lacking that. And I think that it's it's a big cause of a lot of the crap that's going on in the world right now is that we've lost that there is no community anymore. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah, that kind of brings me into uh, another question I had. You know, I said your customer service is top notch from what I've seen from Facebook group and just dealing with you. And, uh, you know, my question was, what what made you have this mentality for customers? I mean, we've all dealt with upset customers in our life. And, and you, I mean, you've been over backwards from everything I've seen for everybody. And, and I really appreciate that. I mean, you know, we were upset when, you know, you didn't show up. And, and then, but, but it was actually good because look, I mean, we got our new set finished. It gave us, it gave us, it gave us some drive to bring you on and, and, you know, and I appreciate you. And I, I appreciate what you do for everybody in our group. And, you know, I just wanted to know what gives you that drive. And, and you kind of answered it with your, your story before is that we need that community. We need that, you know, I, I don't care what color you are, what race you are, yeah. what, what anything you are. We're just, we're just here. Everybody yeah. here. Let's just get along. hundred percent. Um, so the two things that shocked me about the whole experience, and I appreciate that man. And, and I feel really terrible about that, but, um, to answer your question quickly, is what you just said the fact that you appreciate me doing that for you like yes. means the world to me you know i wanted to be a musician not because i thought i was the best thing ever and you know i was some amazing songwriter and i mean some of my stuff was good um but i really felt like i had this i had this message that i had to convey to the world or that i had something healing 
there's something that was going to help people or, or something. There was some message that I had to get out. And, um, and so that's why I kept pursuing it because I, I, I kept feeling like, wait, this is God. Like, so someone keeps putting me in these situations. Like this is, this is meant to be, I'm supposed to deliver some message through this music or something that will help people. And, and, and in the long run, it turns out that it's cigars, the, the cigar, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, that's what it seems to be. And so, so that's one thing is that I've done a lot of things in my life that were not appreciated or just weren't appreciated the way that I wanted to be appreciated. Okay. Um, and then I got into one of the worst customer service businesses in the world, which is the auto transport business. So just to give you a, a quick rundown on how that business works, you go on, you buy a car in Minneapolis and you want to have it shipped there. Cause it, you know, you just don't want to fly up there. Okay. So you go online and you fill out this quote form and you get 10 different bloodthirsty brokers calling you or you just go online and find a website and and fill out a quote form and you know we communicate with you or whatever anyway the point is is it's never what you expect because we have no idea what it's going to be so you can ask me hey how much is it to get the car to columbus from here you know from minneapolis and i'm like look the last three times i paid 700 dollars to do that trip but when your car goes on the board I, it could be less. It could be more. It could be that we just can't find a driver for a week or two. You know, so I was, I came from a business where no one left happy. It was very rare that someone left happy. And I I had already been doing this by the time I started the club for about seven years. And it was nasty. It was, it was, it was hard. I, I There was a lot of, you know, a lot of unhappy people and, um, yeah, so I, that's why I, I I think I approach that business as just be as transparent as possible and tell people how it really works because this way you can say, hey, I told you, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not uh it's not like the train it doesn't like come at a certain time. So anyway, I think all those experiences coming into this where people write me and thank me, I'm like, oh man, if they're th they're thanking me for selling them a product yeah holy shit i'm gonna make these people as happy as i possibly can and then what happened was so that was one thing i didn't know about myself i didn't know that i was gonna be so good to people and then the other thing that i didn't know uh uh was the the, the community that would come from that so these people then became my friends and i'm not just saying oh uh, be, you know, because there is no community anymore. I don't have any real friends. <laughs> you know, I have Clark. He works for me. If I didn't pay him, I don't know if he'd even come around. <laughs> so it's like, these people are my friends. They actually are my friends. I can go back to day one and tell you, yo, when I see that it's funny because I can't remember a person's name typically, or like the name of a drink or like, but I can remember everything about a person. I'll remember like where they went to high school, where they grew up, all that stuff. And I love geography i think it has something to do with the storytelling thing that i like because like i you know oh this guy's from from newark and then i just start thinking about newark and and just i don't know it's just weird and so i remember that about people very easily but the names and, and certain things I, I have a lot of trouble with so what i didn't know is when i see it written down so when i see that email come in and it says you know john doe or whatever i don't want to throw people's names out there but 
I'm like, oh yeah, that's the guy from Minneapolis. Oh shit, his mother died the other week. Hey, you know, and and I ask him, you know, hey, how you how you doing? You know, and how's it going? And 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 so I've become friends with these people. And of course, now the club has you know seven thousand people in it. I can't just you know know every single person, but I really do go out of my way to try to give every single member that that personal touch. Um, and we we totally appreciate it because I mean I've seen many times that you know ups screwed up and 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 broke people's cigars and you just yeah. oh and your your customer service is just top notch and and i love the storytelling that you do i mean thank you you bring an energy to uh i mean once a month i get a package from you and i look forward to it like everybody else does yeah and you know that kind of leads into another question i had is you know how'd you get your palate how uh, are you the only one that 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 has these tasty notes or has the the you know pairings i mean who helps you with this or or what because i mean i've been smoking cigars on and off since i've been 18 you know mm-hmm. uh it was it was never really a passion until now you know i saw jeremy smoking those and then you know i was kind of dabbling in cigars again it's been on and off you know since i've been eight, 18 i've been I'm, I'll be turning 43 this year. Nice. And, and it's just, it's just one of those things that I enjoy. Like I mow grass at a veterans uh, park that we have and I smoke a cigar every time I mow there. And it's just, it's just this like magical moment that, you know, I'm kind of paying tribute through my experience of smoking cigars while I'm mowing this, this place. You do it for free. Uh, no, well, I work for a city and it's part of our, I mean, I get paid to do it, but, but yeah, cool. That's really cool. Um, I mean, it's a service to you, you know, community, regardless whether you're getting paid or not. Um, so, uh, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. I I lost track of thought. I, I, I don't know. I was, how did you do it? The palette. Before before I, I, I answer that, I just want to add one thing is that if i think some of the haters in the beginning there was a couple of people that really were like this guy's bullshit or this that and man it's like dating it's like you know texting with someone it's like you you just know when people are real and like i honestly didn't think that being good at customer service was something that i was i'm just like everyone else i'm here i want to get paid i want to get money and 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 retire and you know have a nice thing or two and, you know, have a good life and not have to stress about money all the time. You know, um, that, that's, that was my only goal. I had no idea that it was going to be like that. And like, and hearing that from you guys, like, and getting these emails, but bro, sometimes I break down in tears reading these emails. I'm like, I just can't believe, you know, and, and there's something I would have told you 20 years ago. Like if I, if I heard myself talking like that, like about serving people, like, serving people i would be like what 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 are you talking about like it really is the more people you serve the better your life will be enriched i promise you that like it's it's it really is like it's not about taking and i think that the 90s and 80s and 70s entrepreneurs made it all take 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 you know it's all about taking and you know i can't believe these people would do that or you know and it's not about that anymore man it's about serving and it's like I, I think it's just really, really important to serve people as best as you can yeah. and, so, uh, and be as, as authentic as possible, uh, you know, as, uh, and be authentic in what you do. So um, the palette, 
I don't know, man. Uh, I believe that a lot of so I read this article about super tasting, and I did this test, and I'm I, I am a super taster. There's a super taster just means you have a certain amount of taste buds in a in a, a a portion of your tongue. You like cut out a hole and you put it on the side of your tongue, and you can see if there's a lot of little bumps grouped there that you're a super taster. Oh. I don't know if that's if that really means anything or not. Um, I when I have a buzz of alcohol and I smoke a cigar, I start to taste things that are uh, what I would call, I, I, Clark made this name up, um, phantom flavor. <laughs> okay, so this isn't something, all right, look, in the cigar, you're gonna get your woods, your, your, your this, your sweetness, your florals and you know all that stuff, right? But when I tell you that I taste peanut butter, that's it's a phantom flavor it's these things combining and and it's re relaying in my memory it's bringing up this time that i had peanut butter that tasted like that yeah. and it's really it's odd because it's the same with bourbon and craft beer it's yeah. like you get these this is like i don't know where like i don't know why that tastes like that but it does and and, <laughs> and it might be some sort of a uh, smell uh eyesight reaction to it but yeah well clark clark is uh really analytical and he's a very bright guy and um he did a lot of, of um uh, investigating into this for spirited smoke episode one which was how to become a better taster and um taste is the smell it's not taste it's smell okay smell is the only sense or the only I don't know how it is, but it it's the only thing that has an absolute direct uh, pathway to your brain. Yes. Oh. Other, other senses, other things, they all have to get like relayed. But smell, for some reason, goes direct to your like oblongata or whatever. And and so <laughs> so so it, it's really kind of like an unfiltered sense. And it's really cool. And listen, I mean, you you do know that you're not really tasting this stuff. You're smelling it, right? Right. Okay. Because like, if you pinch your nose, like you don't, you won't taste anything. Yeah. Your your the retrohale is what allows you. And now keep in mind, when I say retrohale, I'm not actually pushing the smoke all the way through my nose. I'm kind of just opening up my sinuses, and I'm able to smell that smoke. And so I tell people all the time. Um, to practice with water put water in your mouth and create space between the roof of your mouth and the water and try to smell that smoke some uh, that that water somehow and and you you you'll become a better taster the the rest i think if you didn't have the same shared memory as i do then then you won't so like i i smoke cigars for the club once in a while with other people and and like i get like super serious when i'm reviewing so it's not like like you know silence or anything, but I'm I'll just like it's not like always like the most fun time. It's like we're it's scientific kind of thing, right? And right. so like I'll be with my wife who comes from fragrances and has a really good palate. Like that was her job before that with fragrance, and so um uh, and Clark who's pretty good, and and they'll be like, oh I get you know I get this I get that, and then I'll say it's also suggestive, right? Because then I'll say like. Oh, but it tastes like popcorn all of a sudden. And they'll be like, whoa, 
That is popcorn. You know, so it's it's um it's phantom flavors, it's memory, but it's really just smell and then use I have a lot of creativity. I'm a creative writer. So I let my mind run wild with it and I usually find things that it reminds me of and those are the things that I write down. That's awesome. That's awesome. Man, did you have a question? You haven't asked any questions yet. I'm listening. I'm taking so, it all in. So let's go back to the auto transport. And we're we're pretty much tech oriented. Uh-huh. And I saw in one of your uh YouTube was, videos yeah, the same video yeah, that, that you had a, yeah. you, you were driving in a Tesla. Yeah. And I just want to know what made you decide to buy a Tesla. Yeah. Um, so okay, so I'm driving a Ford Fusion for the last five years since I met my wife. Okay. And I love the car, by the way. You, you drive a Ford Fusion? We had one. I yeah. loved it. I it all the time. <laughs> I, I, I love it. Mine was a white 2014, I think. And um, it wasn't a high-end model. It was a very good car, very reliable. I enjoyed it. I, 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 uh, I really liked it. And so my wife, after a couple of years into uh, Pravada, I already had a, the auto transport did very well. And um, so I was making money. And it was getting to the point where it was like, come on, man, why are we, you know, we have a kid now, like, why are we driving a, a, a Ford when you know you can afford something pretty sick? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's just like cars don't always just do it for me. I used to be a chauffeur. I drove everything. It didn't, you know, it's fun, but it's like, I, I'm not single, <laughs> you know? And by the way, that can backfire on you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry about that. When I was single, I was an artist. I drove a piece of crap minivan. And I got to date a lot of cool people because I was an artist. Yeah. And I got a little bit of money. I bought a used Range Rover. Huge mistake. They Those cars age poorly. Okay. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I wasn't having the luck that I was having. And I think it had to do with, this is so off topic, but I think it had to do with, like, you know, you, you'll, you'll screw around with the guy with the van for a fun time on a Friday night. The guy picks you up in a Range Rover. It's like, oh, this guy could be a future thing. Like, I got to impress him. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, yeah, so I said to my wife, I said, you know what? We've been driving this car. I know you haven't really enjoyed this car. Oh, she had a Mercedes when I met her. I got her to sell it somehow. And so um, I was like, okay, we, we share a car. We don't need two cars. So like, what do you want? What do you, she was like, what do you think what I want? I want a Tesla. And I was like, all right, if we're getting a Tesla, we got to get the X. She was like, yeah, we, with the kid, yeah. we got to have an X. So I was like, cool. Well, her brother has a Tesla, and he pays like $1,000 a month for it. He got it three years ago. And I was like, all right, $1,000 a month. It's, it's We share the car. Most people probably pay 400 bucks a month each for their car. Yeah. They usually have two. I was like, screw it. We're doing good. Everything's good. The club's going well. The, uh, the auto transport's doing well still. Like, we're good. Let's do it. So we ended up signing up for this thing and we found out that it was basically like $1,200 a month. So I was kind of like pissed off about that. But then we started looking at other cars and I could tell that she was disappointed. She was like, no, 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 it's just too much. Let's not do it. I'm like, yeah, but that's what you really want. I know unfiltered, that was what you really wanted. So I was like, let's do it. Well, anyway, long story short, by the way, my Fusion sold in one day. I had it on Craigslist (laughs) to my house. So we ended up without a car for like two weeks. And so finally I was like, I called the dealership. I was like, look, either get me something or, or we're going somewhere else. And they were like, okay, we have one come up. We wanted black wheels. And so we got one with black wheels. And um, 
we got that because we are a progressive people and we uh, had the money to, uh, you know, put into something that would uh, help, uh, you know, lower our carbon footprint. And because have you ever seen one of those things? It's amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. We have black on black with white interior. We call it Panda. This is unbelievable. Bro, so two months after driving this, oh, by the way, they nail you. It's not just the lease payment. Then you got to get a $2,000 charger put in your house. You got. I mean, it's it's unbelievable all the stuff, you, the hoops you jump through. By the time we got to the dealership, I was pissed. And the place looked like, like uh, I, I don't know, like a nightclub that people were trying to yeah. people everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe the service. I can't believe that we, we got to get out of here. And then I sat in the car and we drove it home. And I was like, wow, we made the right yeah. choice. Two months later, my uncle's at my house. He drives a very nice Infiniti sedan, beautiful, late, you know, newer model. Uh, I drove it to the store to grab something and I could not believe how bad it drove. Once you <laughs> drive one of these Teslas, and we all know Infinities drive pretty well. Oh, yeah. yep. Once you drive one of these Teslas, you cannot go back to gas power. Matt rented one for his birthday yes. last year. Last year. Last and we year. all went riding around and I was like, you're ruining us. Yeah. You're ruining us, Matt. You're ruining us. I don't even have the fast one. It does zero to 60 in four seconds. It's like yeah. a man and it does zero to 60 in four seconds. So, yeah, no, I we got the, you know, listen, we were living in L.A. for a while. We're very, um, we're very current and, you know, we like nice things and, you know, so. And that's really cool, by the way, that you guys have been friends for this long and that you're doing this together and that you even just have this camaraderie that you're able to get together and stuff. It's, that's really awesome. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we love science, we love technology, you know, we're, we're, we're about the, uh, you know, what, what can we do to help sustain the environment? You know, that's yeah. why we're looking at solar power and, and EVs and, yeah, you know, Darren just, just got geothermal. geothermal and wow. So it's, yeah. I mean, at that, and it's like, we, we need to talk about this. Like we need to share it with other people. What's geothermal? What, what am I missing here? Oh. I mean, that's something heating water. Uh, yeah. So basically, you know, as you go down in the earth, the temperature stays the same. Mm-hmm. So it, let's say five foot down, it's 50, 55 degrees year round constant. So uh, they actually had to go deeper on mine. So I'm sitting around 62 degrees. So basically uh, you have a heat pump inside your house. So it high pressure water creates heat, which gives you your heat for the winter. And then, uh, then it reverses itself. So it runs through a cooling system and then it, it, it's, it's 300% efficient. How many feet wow. of the tubing do you have in your yard? Uh, so so they went seven foot deep, which is about 61 to 67 degrees down that deep. And he was able to cut out like almost 200 feet off my loop. So I have I have almost 300 some feet of loop in my yard. But the 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 benefits, I mean, I had I have two furnaces in my house at the time. Uh, they are actually there today finishing it up. And uh, so each one of my furnaces pulled almost 2,000 kilowatts every time it it turned on and started to run. Well, the geothermal provides enough for my whole house at 1,400 kilowatts. Wow. So my energy bill is just going to drop in half. And then and and more comfort. And then on top of that, because they can only dump so much heat back into the earth – 
for it to cool down, it dumps into my hot water heater. So I'm also getting 60% of my hot water heat for free because my furnace is running. As a side of wow. So, yeah, it was it was almost a no-brainer to do it. And and you right. know, and like like Joe said, we're we're all energy conscious and you know, I I drive a big V8 truck, but <laughs> but I am looking in uh to the F-150. They have a hybrid coming out in 2021. And I'll probably end up getting that. So I heard I heard that they're done make that they're not going to be making sedans much longer. No, yeah. no, no, they were done. That's crazy. Yeah. We we talk about, you know, Rivian and um, you know, all the other EV manufacturers that are coming up, you know, besides Tesla. So like I have a truck, I I want a truck, I need a truck because I, you know, I, I like having one and yeah. we're, you know, Cybertruck might be a couple years out. So um we're we follow all that stuff and, and yeah, it's stuff. I don't know why he teased it so early. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. Uh, you know why he teased it so early is because I think that other, I think the company that you mentioned, yeah, that bought the Ford, and then, uh, yeah, and, yeah, they bought the Ford plant. I think in like Lordstown or something like that. Right. And um, Motors. We actually did a, a podcast that we had an article about the Lordstown Motors in there. So nice. We yeah, they, they look cool. They got better designs than Tesla, I think. I mean, it depends on what you like, but they have like a like a Range Rover looking truck that's mm-hmm. like really cool. Yeah, like uh, was it Bollinger has their, their yeah. There's a bunch of them coming up. Yeah, Nikola, wow. Nikola, yeah, the Nikola. So, so Brian, I had another question for you. So, um, if you know, since we're new to this game, I mean, you know, like I said, we're having fun. We're gonna do it as long mm-hmm. as we're having fun. Um, but if you were to start over today, um. What's one thing you would never do again? Uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, because all of your, all of your experiences lead you yeah. to, you know, where you're supposed to be. So I don't think there's anything I wouldn't have done. Uh, you is know, oh, here. You done, if there's something you would have done in the no. beginning, you know what I wouldn't have done as a business owner or a brand manager? I would never, ever, ever pay for advertising on, especially on social media or click or pay-per-click or any of that stuff. Never. SEO it yourself. Learn it yourself. Let it grow organically. Those systems are not set up for real profit. They're set up to become a leads provider. They're not set up to become a real business. Right. Hmm. Okay. And anything you would do sooner than you did? Yes. SEO. I would learn, I would learn SEO much sooner. I mean, what you can do with SEO is pretty incredible. It's very saturated, but um, you can still work it, especially for a local business. I mean, I, I put my father's uh, contracting business up on, on Google and uh, you know, he hates to admit it to me, but I, I, I get him every deal he does. Like his phone rings nonstop. So, you know, he'll, he'll, once in a while, he gives me a little credit. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, anything? Uh, where do you see Pravada cigars in five years? Yeah, so I see Pravada cigars uh, in five years as, I, I don't know. I see it as, As a, I really don't know how to answer that question. Um, I don't. I think that I'm do. I'm in like this innovating stage right now, and at some point, um, it's just going to become 
like an evergreen thing where it's like, okay, it's October. We do this. It's like, it's like Starbucks. It's like, okay, you know, it's the fall. We come out with pumpkin spice, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And, and I don't see that being a, a, a bad thing or boring because I think that there's going to be like, you know, five to 10,000 of us that have been a part of this all along and that were, you know, it doesn't matter where you joined in, but you got used to it and it's, and it becomes a tradition and, and it is a community and, and, you know, you could compare this year to last year and that kind of thing. And, and so I see it becoming a little bit more mature, a little less wild, which is means a little less excitement, but I think sometimes we're almost just a little bit, uh, we're, we're, we're moving a, a, a lot. And, and I, I, I'd like to see that become very manageable. If that makes sense. I, I really don't know. I'm also, I talk a lot of shit about balance and all this stuff. And then I, just, I get an idea and I just start running with it. So, you know, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> impulses is, is one of the best things to have because, you know, I, uh, older, older gentleman told me one time, he said, you know, if you have this list that you want to do this or do this or do this, and you never set a date to do it by, You'll yeah. never do it. I I want to go to Australia. That is like my dream vacation wow. to go to Australia one day. And you know what? Until I actually set a date and say, okay, by 2024, I'm going to plan a trip to Australia. It, it won't ever happen. It's just one yeah. of those dreams and hopes that you'll never get into. I am impulsive. And, and, and that's the best thing to do. Set a date, just do it, be impulsive and, you know, go yeah. with it. Yeah. Clark, when Clark met me, uh, he just told me a couple months ago, he was like, when I first started working here, I thought you were act actually crazy. And I was like, why? And he was like, you'll, you would just get in. Like, cause he's so analytical. He'll analyze until he's paralyzed, you know? And, 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 and he's like, you would just get an idea and just do it right that day. You sound like Elon. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk yeah. Really? He, he's like that. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I wish I was. I'm not. I'm obviously not as smart as he is. But be like that. It's not a bad. He is so successful. So, not not saying anything, but because you weren't able to make it on our last podcast, Mm -hmm. it pushed him because he had this vision for our backdrop. Because we were just using a a green. We were just using a green screen, black black drop. I mean, it was kind of it was kind of boring and saturated. This is beautiful. And because, because what happened is, you know, we had a backup this time just in case something happened. Yeah, stuff, uh, stuff comes up. Yeah, stuff comes up. We understand. Uh, we had a backup show ready to go. But it gave us that that what happened was great Yeah. because it gave us that, okay, well, from now on, we need to have a backup. And two, it gave us the time to go, well, we were just sitting down here drinking, actually smoking cigars from farm rolled because I planned to After open, that, open yeah, my show, boxes yeah. and everything. And, uh, we were trying to set up for the show and we hadn't used, we hadn't had a guest before. So we were using, we, we ch- were checking out StreamYard. Yeah. And we were trying to get the green screen to look like it did on our regular stream, which was a, with another software that we use. Yeah. And it was not good. So I'm like, you know, yeah. we're just going to have to have this green background because it was in my storage room. And I was like, this is not going to work when we have guests. So like, we, need a real, we need a real background. So that's why I was like, let's, let's do this. And if, if you're, if you're, if you're thinking on your feet and you're, and you're, 
at least halfway motivated, things do happen for a reason. Yeah. You know? Um, we, did, we did this in four days. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing, dude. It's amazing. And again, I apologize sincerely. I no, no, I no, I I am I am thankful that it happened because it was a learning experience for us. Yeah. We know. I didn't realize till the next day. I woke up and I was like, yeah, "Oh my!" I was like, "You're not going to believe." Stuff's stuff's going to happen. Emergencies are going to come up, regardless. So we, it, it, what it taught us was, let's be prepared to do something. Yeah. Do our normal show, you know, have the because you know we it takes us several hours to prepare show notes and our articles yeah. and make sure everything's good. We didn't do that, and that was. <laughs> That you know, because we were like, yeah, we don't need to. We'll, yeah. we'll take the week off, and Got it. um, we'll, you know, we we that that was a bad, you know, that was a learning lesson. So, so well, yeah, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that it all worked out, and I'm really happy to be on here, and I'd like to come back on sometime, and um, and maybe maybe next time we could just kind of shoot the shit about some of these topics that you guys are talking about on your yeah. weekly weekly basis, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. We really appreciate you, uh, you, you coming on, and uh, it's been a, you know, it's been a great uh, episode, I think. And 100%. You know, yeah, so. yeah, first guest, so you got that that privilege. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's nine yeah. eleven. Uh, I was actually in New York on nine eleven. Uh, shout out to all of the first responders, all of the responders. Period. Anyone that had anything to do with cleaning that up, with saving people, with helping people, with just you know being there to to lend support. It's uh, it was an absolute nightmare, um, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I think everybody well, remembers where they what'd were. You just, what'd you say earlier? You think uh, it was meant to be? Because yeah, it, I said it, I think it was meant to be because this is our eleventh episode. It was on nine yeah. eleven, and Twin Towers was eleven. Yeah. So it yeah. it all worked out. And people and, do like like people that are when I talk about like more intelligent than me, I'm I'm talking about like guys like Elon. Like there 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 are some people that are into numbers like. And, and believe that the entire universe is based on numbers. It's not yeah. what you see. It's 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 more than that. So, all yeah. right, I'm gonna let you go. I gotta kiss my daughter. Good good night. Oh, uh, man, and, man. Yes. yeah. Thanks again. I I really appreciate you coming on. And you know, it's I absolute pleasure. Come on again. Uh, once yep. uh, once every six months or so. Okay. Absolutely. If, if cool. happy, yeah. if you guys don't get too popular for me. <laughs> I don't think that I I. I honestly don't think any of us are are beyond being we're not, humble. Yeah, we're, we're not, not gonna we're not yeah. gonna get that big. We're like, oh, we're <laughs> talk to Brian. He's not big enough for us. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We were All right, the opposite. So. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. All right. No, thank you guys. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye. See wow, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a great uh great interview. I think yeah. we had some really good questions. He had, I mean, I has great insight. I mean, that I was more interested in like, and, and when I talk about building the brand, I'm not like, you know, it's cause I'm not trying to say that's what we're, that's only our only goal, but um, you know, it, it's hard. I mean, I think we've learned that, that yeah. like getting, getting that initial viewership and, and, and the followers. And um, I mean, I don't care how many people watch us. I mean, I would still like doing this. I'm still having fun doing it. I oh, hope yeah. you guys are too. No, I, um, I, I look forward to it every, yeah. every week that we do it. But uh, yeah, please, um, please, uh, please go out and visit um, Pravada. Um, you know, you can, you can get, you still get farm rolled. You yes. Can get on, you can get so, on the list. So if you're in farm rolled, uh, you can get on the waiting list to actually get into the actually monthly subscription with the super rare cigars. And, uh, you know, I, I look forward to my monthly subscription. I mean, yeah. it, it is, 
it's stuff. If you're like me, you walk into a cigar lounge and you got this guy behind the counter and, you know, he don't know your, your palate and, and you could just pick up anything off the shelf and it, and, and, and it's daunting walking into a humidor because you're just looking at all these cigars and you, you know, you see a $22 cigar, but this $8 cigar over here tastes way better than that 22 or, or yeah. even, you know, hundred dollars cigar, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things that, that he gives you things that you cannot, you cannot physically go out and get. Right. And with having the store now, you know, he does have stuff that you can just go out to any, anywhere and get, but you know, there's still some aged and, and with this story that he has now, it's just, it's, it's amazing. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to stick with them as long as I can. I mean, I, I really enjoy and, and the packaging, you know, it comes already with a humidor pack inside, inside a humidor uh, package. So you could leave it in there for months and not even mm. open it and not worry about your cigars dry, drying out or anything. That's good because I still haven't opened those farm holes you <laughs> gave me. And yeah, there's a Bovina pack in yeah, there. Yeah, those, right? those yeah. Bov- he uses. I mean, every, I mean, I've never had to buy a Bovina pack to keep my humidor set he's always because got I always get one or two. Well, I get two now every month, so I just throw them on my humidor and then, you know, I mean, it's kind of a win-win. And yeah. for the for the price. I pay $50, like it's like 52 something shipped to my house. So I get, I get seven cigars, Mm -hmm. four of them are farm rolled and I have not had a bad farm rolled yet. And yeah, I I liked all the ones that I had. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it, uh, you, you heard him. I mean, the customer service is just absolutely outstanding. I like that. He's trying to keep it small um, enough to where he can, you know, he can be connected. Right. I mean, cause if he wanted to, he could probably blow this up way bigger. Now it might be a little yeah. bit hard to get some of these cigars and the quantity to do that. But I mean, that's not, it doesn't sound like that's his vision. His vision is let's keep it small, build that community. I really like that message of, you know, treat the people who are, who are, you know, those, those early fans, those right. early adopters. And I mean, and, and, and the, keep that community and build the community. And, and that's, what's going to, that's, what's going to help you grow. And I mean, like the supports from our wives that we get for doing this yeah. every, uh, every, and bi-weekly. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you were over here several days helping me. You right. were over here helping me. I mean, we do that to, with each other. So it's like, you know, and it's nice to, you know, and I didn't even think about that, but when he was talking about, you know, you, you know, you, it's like the three of you and that you're talking about him and you're talking about Jeremy. It's like, I mean, I'm sure they they have friends, they have people like that, but like how many other people have this, right? I mean, where they, where they can share something and do it together. I mean, that's why I asked you guys, I'm like, do you guys want to do this? Cause we're, we kind of talk about it anyway. Like if you guys would have said no, or one of you, I'm like, okay, I I wasn't going to do it by myself. Right. right? I mean, but, but it's one of those things that, you know, I, I know Matt wasn't the, keenness of doing this at, at first and he got a little nervous and whatnot and a little, he said, he a said little nervous he, he said oh, yes Jesus. but he yes. did say yes but you know i think we've been friends long enough and and you know we have that that relationship with each other that we all feed off of each other and i think yeah. honestly going from 
our first episode. I, I actually went back and, you know, listened yeah. to, to some of our first yeah, episode, second too. episode. Painful. And just, just how much better it, it changes it's gotten. Every, every and time. we're only on episode 11. Yeah. And already I feel that being together and then this more professional style. Uh, it's easy to be. We, we are our own worst critics. Like, yes. I feel like we beat ourselves up. Yeah, we go back. I think like, we're. Um, we should have done this different. Or but that's what that's how we're learning and we're changing because of that. And, um, you know, we'll we'll keep adapting. And like I said, as long as we're having fun, as long as you guys tell me you want to keep doing it, we'll keep doing it. And if it comes to the point to where it's like this, this is we just don't want to do it anymore. We don't have the passion. We won't do it. And yeah. But I th- I don't I don't see that ever going away because of the passion that we have for, for everything we do. You know, except for Matt when he's sanding drywall. So, um, no, before we, uh, we get into anything else, I do want to thank our sponsor. So, uh, grind life coffee, please go check them out. Um, if you're looking for some good coffee, um, you're looking for, you know, something maybe you haven't had before. Um, like I said, we, we've tried, um, I mean, I've tried three different ones. I think you guys have tried a couple different mm-hmm. ones. We kind of split them up and, um, you know, and, and like they were gracious enough to, to give us some free coffee to try out, um, you know, just for the mention on the show. And, uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. Um, so just go give them some love if you, if you don't mind. And don't forget to, uh, if you do go give them oh, love, yep. we do have a, uh, 20% discount with, uh, using DWB show. So right there is that 20% discount. And actually, I think we're going to try to figure out, we have uh, three unopened packs that we're going to try to figure out some kind of a giveaway. Maybe on Facebook. Yeah, maybe on Facebook or um, I I don't know. We need to talk about it because we've really been too busy building all this stuff to to talk about this giveaway. So I think it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Well, how about said, Liberty's um, delicious? How about if you know if you're if you're watching this on Facebook or 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 another one of the other platforms, go over to our Facebook, comment on the episode eleven um, post, which will be this video. Comment what what's your favorite coffee, whether it, what's your favorite blend, what's your favorite brand, doesn't matter. Just comment on there, and then next episode we'll pick we'll pick people that are on there. And uh, we'll send you uh, one of these. So, so, how's that sound? So the yeah. three, the three that we have right now, uh, we have the uh, Highlander Grog, which is a hundred percent Colombian coffee. And by the way, uh, they right here in their logo, they put the little thing, and so you can. Oh my God! You can just. You can just smell the yumminess in it. Yeah, so, Liz said the Liberty is delicious. Yeah, the Liberty, I actually really, for a light-bodied coffee, I really enjoyed it. Um, I Personally, I drink Starbucks, the darkest roast they have, and I grind it every day. But since I've gotten this coffee, I haven't used it. And... You know, yeah, I really I, like it. Like I, we ran it, we had a little bit left of what we normally get. And then we ran out and I was like, I started using this from like, I, I, I like this. So it, it's local to us too. Yeah, so. it is local to us. And uh, they ship out every day. Uh, the people that, that actually own this company are really big into the hunting industry. Um, they do have another uh, product getting ready to come out, but I can't really talk about it, but when it does come out, we will have that as a sponsor too. So, uh, mm-hmm. like this is all day sit 
So uh, his other company is called Pure Whitetail. Uh, they have a whole bunch of stuff in the hunting industry. I mean, that's not really uh, what we deal with with tech and whatnot, but we do like yeah. coffee. We do. I mean, I used to hunt a lot, but you know, when my son gets old enough, I'll probably introduce him to it just because it's, still, but, it's good coffee regardless. Right. It's good coffee. So, yeah. so this is a, but I like the themes. I like their themes. Yeah. Their, so this is called names. all day sit. So it's a hundred percent Guatemalan and I am not trying to pronounce that at all. <laughs> yeah. Not going to do it. Hey Jeff, <laughs> so, what's up buddy? So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll put, we'll put a couple links to these, uh, in down in the show notes. And then, you know, this is the first cast. So they're big in the fishing, hunting outdoors. As you, uh, if you listen to the, the mantra of it was for the active people in the United States or whatever or anywhere, basically. So this is a, a Vienna Colombian coffee uh, called First Cast. So we have these three. Um, we might be able to get some more. I, I have to talk to the person that owns the company, and we'll figure it out. But like Joe said, like, comment what your favorite coffee is on this uh podcast and next podcast we'll we'll do like some kind of yeah randomizer or something yeah, so and, go, go to uh, facebook like on, on, the, on episode 11 post comment you know favorite coffee favorite blend do, do you hate coffee we don't care just make a comment <laughs> on episode 11 um on our facebook page um you know facebook.com slash dwb show and or go to dwbshow.com and that'll take you you can get the link for our facebook as well and then just leave a comment and then next episode we'll uh we'll do a random number generator thing and we'll pick some people to uh get some free coffee so nice. um should be pretty cool thanks jeff yeah we we uh a lot of hard work the last uh, week or so getting this ready so i thought he was um, going somewhere with that stripper pole comment though <laughs> who wasn't yeah. it Jeff? No, no, yeah. that was uh. That wasn't Jeff. Liz. That, that, that was, was Liz. Liz. That was Liz. Oh, he he. What did he? I thought he, he said saying. something about pixies or something. What what did you say, Jeff? Oh, he was uh something about the red, red light, light district. district. Oh, that's, that's Roxy. What, that's what I thought. Roxy. That's Roxy. But uh, hey, so you guys still down to do the yeah. thing we were talking about? Yeah. Oh, you good? Yeah. The after? Yeah. What? Twitch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't know um, what I'm getting myself into sometimes with these two. So we're we're new to Twitch. Uh, you know, we're streaming on um, several platforms right now. We're trying to find a home, right? So, um, you know, we're trying to broaden our reach as much as we can. So we're going to do like an after show. Um, we're going to make some more drinks, mm. talk a little bit about what we've been doing the last month because we haven't had a show in the last month. And we're yes. going to maybe share some stuff. We'll share some stuff. Maybe some we'll, might show some pictures and things uh, behind the scenes for the set. Um, talk a little bit about what else is going on there. So, if you're interested in that and you want to hang out for a little bit longer, uh, please go to twitch.tv slash DWB show. And we'll be back in just a few minutes over there. Um, we'll share it out on our social medias as well. Um, I do not have that link posted on DWB show.com yet because we just, I literally just created it yesterday. yesterday yeah. So um, twitch.com slash DWB show. Um, and uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes after we freshen up our drinks and we'll continue this conversation. So, Yep. Comment on your favorite coffee blend yes. and win some free coffee. Thank you, Liz. That's, that's pretty much uh, the gist. Yes. I, I, I want to, if, if Brian watches us again, I, yes. I, I am really humbled that, that he has the customer service that he does to actually come on. And like he said, you know, I don't, I don't know how many followers they have and, and, you know, and that's not, 
not doesn't important. matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. I mean, you know, and and I appreciate people taking the time out of their their busy schedule to and taking out time away from their family. Yeah, especially to, on vacation too. To come on. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's on vacation. He, Ryan was on vacation. Yeah, like yeah. in his in his Airbnb or whatever he said on yeah. the beach. Took time from his family to join us. So that's that's awesome. So we appreciate maybe, it. Uh, I mean, me and Elizabeth and Arlo are going down to Orlando. Maybe I mean, we have the plat. We we can use this. We it doesn't matter where we are. We I guess if we're remote. not always here, we can always dial each other in. So, yep. um, so the plan is uh, we're gonna head over to Twitch. Give us about five or ten minutes. We're gonna refresh us some drinks, and I'll probably go over there and start the stream. But you may not see all of us right in the beginning. We're, we're gonna go over and make a new drink. Um, but two weeks. Yeah. 25th, I believe. Uh, yeah, the 25th, episode 12. Episode 12. Um, we got some good, we already got some articles lined up. I'm sure stuff will come out between then. So uh, please tune in for that. Like I said, we're going to continue to stream on, uh, on you know, YouTube, um, Facebook, Facebook and Twitch. Twitch, you know, until we, we're trying to build an audience, you know, we may land on one or the other at some point exclusively, but you know, we're just trying to get them, get the word out there and, and reach as many people as we can. You might prefer one over the other. That's perfectly fine. I know I have my preferences when I watch people. So um, that's why we're doing it. So peace. Um, please follow us on the socials, dwbshow.com for all of our links. Bye, um, we really appreciate it. Thank you. See ya.